Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot. Grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? Today is May the 21st. It is 3.40 in the afternoon, and yes, I am here. This is episode number 57, titled Pod Fade Not. So, um, first of all, I want to talk about me just a tad bit, um, just a little bit of uh, life update. As you may or may not know, um, I have since left the military. Um, I've been off since the end of February, so about three months or so. And there's been some challenges um, with my departure uh, related to the military. I'm not going to go into too much um, detail, but just let you know that I have been having some challenges and trying to work through that. That's why I haven't really podcasted. I'm doing a lot of phone calls and a lot of letter writing, so that's enough on that subject, but I just wanted to get one in um, now just to kind of bring you up to date. Um, just so you know, I had done a couple of episodes previously, but I never got them on the airwaves, and I didn't think it would be a good idea to put them up there with them being so far um, removed from the current time. So I decided that I would just do one right off the cuff. Um, so that's a little bit about what's going on with me. Um, don't know when I'm going to go back to work. Probably, you know, I'll probably start putting an application sometime mid-summer. It'll probably take three to six months. I have cushioned myself such that um, I could live off my savings for a little bit. Thought about doing some unemployment for a while but then decided against that, even though I would be eligible for it. But that's neither here nor there. And I'm not saying all of this just to get any pity. It's just something I wanted to do. My plan was when I left the military to take three to six months off just to recuperate and regenerate myself and just do me for a while without any of the stressors and the strains of being in charge of anyone or having to get up at any certain time and go to bed at any certain time and follow anyone's rules for the day. I can wear my hair the way I want to wear my hair now. I can put any color I want to put in there. I can have any tattoo that I want to have if I choose to get another one. Yes, I have a couple of tats a long time ago, back in my late 20s, early 30s. So, so far past that time. But anyway, so I just wanted to do me for a while. So and that's what I'm doing. Um, but I am going to have to go back to work at some point um, for two reasons. First of all, finances. Second of all, finances, meaning that I don't want to blow all of my savings. Um, second of all is I'm staying home every day and I'm not getting as much exercise because being in the military, you are very conditioned to staying in some sort of shape. Well, I haven't really done that, but I'm not over overweight, but I am more than I want to be. So I have recently started working on that aspect of my life. And believe you me, the older you get, the harder it is to come off. Goes on really quick, but takes forever to go off. So I'm back um, watching my 
food intake and going to my little meetings and just doing what was successful for me before. So I'll try this for 16 weeks and, and see how it goes and see what happens. Um, trying to eat healthy, trying to stay away from a lot of drunk, junk, fresh fruits, um, veggies, um, cooking more at home versus eating out, which I had gotten into that rut. So that's a little bit about my life update as to where I have been. On the positive side, um, I just recently had a birthday, the early part of May, and my children and I um, went to Universal um, down in Orlando. Of course, one of my children, one of my daughters lives, well, I only have two, but my oldest lives in in. Orlando, so she pretty much was home. But my son came to visit. My youngest is with me. So we all went to Universal and we stayed on the property for four or five days. Um, so no one had to worry about driving back and forth. And it was really nice. As you may or may not know, I am a Harry Potter fan. And this is what I wanted for my birthday, was to go to Harry Potter, um, to go to Diagon Alley and the world of Harry Potter, and just to do all of that good stuff. And yes, I was like a big kid in a candy store when I got there. I had so much fun. We stayed at a place called Cabana Bay. It's a retro kind of um, hotel um, it is got retros furniture. Um, it's a retro look back in the 60s, 50s, plays retro um, TV shows. And it was a nice place to stay. Um, had some challenges with them, but they were they worked it all out at the end. Um, so I, I was happy. Uh, I would probably go back there, uh, but I would... And making my reservations make some very specific um, inquiries because when we went there, I had a room. It was a nice room, and I went in the bathroom just to check it out because the way they explained it to us that it was going to be such that you know more than one person could get dressed at the same time and not really invade anybody else's privacy. So when I checked out the bathroom, it was just one big bathroom, no tub. What had happened, they had given me a handicap accessible room in which I did not request, and it kind of defeated the purpose because we all wanted to stay in the same room. And instead of getting two separate rooms with an adjoining door, this was labeled as a suite so you could separate um, the girls from my son because it had like a little sliding glass door between the two queen-size bedrooms in that little room, and they had like a little eat-in um, settee kind of area, and it had a sliding glass door, and it had it was like a little separate room with its own television and own everything, and we had our own televisions. So I wasn't happy with that, and then we had paid for the upgrade to get the owl and a welcome letter when we got there that hadn't happened so it was a lot of running around so the first day that we were there I'm like, I wanted a new room because I wasn't happy with that room so while we were at the park they um, swapped out 
my room for another room. I was much more happier with that room. So they, they worked on that, and then I stopped at the desk to ask about my little welcome packet. And they said, well, that was part of the universal thing. So I had to go over to the universal desk and they had to look it up and they didn't see my name on the list. So I had to go get my confirmation and all of the paperwork that came with booking the hotel package. And so once he saw that, then I got my little owl um, and my you know, welcome letter. However, it wasn't addressed to me as the birthday person. Um, which I think it was supposed to be. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but maybe I'm wrong. So I, I had some challenges there, but they did um, they did fix everything, and they gave us a complimentary um, vouchers for complimentary dinner and drinks. Um, and the hotel was nice. It has its own little bowling alley. It has a, a little gym area with tribute to Jack LaLanne, who was a fitness person way back in the day. I don't even know if any of you know who Jack LaLanne is. Some of you may well, but uh, probably a lot of you don't. And it was nice. It had a place for the children to hang out. It had um, two separate pools. Um, one was more related to the slides and the pool and uh, Ten, uh, not tennis, volleyball, because it had like a sand area. You could do volleyball and other little activities on the main side. It had uh, bars out by the beach. It had a bar on the inside. Um, it had a game room on my side where I, we were. It had another pool with a, a outdoor little bar. And it also had a lazy river that you could do. So it was a nice atmosphere. They had a shuttle bus to take you to and from the park, which took maybe five minutes. It was like right in the back of the property. But of course, you have to get through the lights and the traffic. And that was my main point, that we could go and have fun as adults and not have to worry about driving or watching what we did or whatever. So that was what I wanted. And I had fun with my children. Um, Left my daughter there. We came back Thursday, picked the boys up. And then on Friday, we um, went out to the beach. My youngest daughter and my son, we went out to the beach and trolled um, Tybee Island for a little while. It's a nice, quaint little beach. Um, it kind of reminds me of a smaller version of Daytona. One street in and out. So... If you have any accidents or whatever, you could forget getting on and off the island. So that was a nice day. And then my son left on Saturday and then Saturday night and then Sunday, everything was back to normal. So like I said, that's me. Um, gave you a little bit of update, something that's more current. So, yes, I am a year older. Uh, I feel a year older. <laughs> Well, not really. I still feel the same. Just joking. Just joking. So this is a quilting podcast. Um, but saying that, um, I also have gotten kind of into arting, a little mixed media, a little watercolor painting, a little color pencil um, drawings, and I'm getting to pen and ink. So not only am I going to talk about quilting a little bit, I'm also going to talk about 
other things that I am doing as far as mixed media paints or whatever. And that's all about me. So I'm not going to petition it and say the first half I'm going to talk about quilting and the last half I'm going to talk about arting. I'm just going to talk. It's about me. It's about, you know, my journeys and my arts and crafts and things that I enjoy doing. So it's going to be a smattering of everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as they may say. So here we go. Talk about my quilting. If you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, you know that um, I just completed, well, I've completed the top for a while, and I've quilted it for a while. My youngest daughter's um, jelly roll race quilt and posted pictures about that. But yesterday, uh, day before yesterday or sometime this week, I applied the binding, and now I just have to sew the binding down to the back. If I had thought about it at the time, I should have put the binding on the back side so that I could stitch it down from the front side because when I do machine binding, that's how I do it. I sew the binding on the back side so that I can see where I'm sewing on the front side so that the stitches match up better on both sides of the quilt. I didn't do that. So I'm still going. I had toyed with the idea of hand sewing it and then I gave that up really quick. So I'm going to machine stitch it, probably use a decorative stitch so that it will camouflage the imperfections of my um, machine sewn binding um, from the front and the back and then I'll be done with that. I still got to make a label for it. And then I'll start on my oldest daughter's quilt. I have an idea in mind. She's a very minimalist. If she was a quilter, I would say she'd probably be the president of a modern quilt guild, a true modern quilt guild um, president, not um, some of us who quilt or make quilts using part of the modern quilt guild aesthetics along with some of the traditional Pam, um, quilting. So just wanted to say that because I do like some of their things. I do like the negative spaces. Um, I'm not so much into a lot of solids. Uh, it's not a problem with solids. I like colors. Batiks are my favorite, but I like all fabrics. I have 30s. I have batiks. I have, you know, modern fabric. I have shirtings from doing Bonnie, Bonnie Hunter's t uh, shirt quilts. Um, so, you know, I like all fabric. That, so that's all I'm going to say about that. A lot of sews. So moving on. Next, um, once I figure out what I'm going to do, um, then I will start on hers. And that will complete one of my goals that I set from, for last year, Sandy, from quilting for the rest of us, um, was to do three quilts um, for my children. That was a goal that I had set last year. Didn't really set any goals this year. I just figure I'll do what I will when I will and, you know, put no goals. Because once I put goals on myself, I don't achieve them, then I'm a little disappointed. And 
this is supposed to be fun, not something that makes me feel kind of, oh, God, you didn't do that. So I'm just going to say it. When I get to it, I get to it, and hopefully I get to it while I'm still here because it'll be kind of difficult to get to it if I'm not here. (laughs) So funny. I crack myself up sometimes. So anyway, then that will be the end of that, and I'm not quite sure what my other quilty things that I have on the horizon um, I have a lot of quilt tops in my closet that I need to get quilted. Lady G needs a little more exercise. She's putting on little pounds just like me. Um, today, being the 21st, I um, did one of the one-hour baskets. Um, I got the pattern from Craftsy. And the only reason I did this is because I listened to Tanisha of Crafty Garden Moms, her latest podcast, And she talked about the one-hour basket. Well, of course, I had to write it down so that I could look it up later to see exactly what it was. Because I've been so far removed from a lot of quilty things that I hadn't heard of it. So when I saw it, I'm like, hmm, one hour, I can do that. So I made one today. And um, in the pattern, they suggest home deck fabric. Well, I didn't have any. They uh, suggest fusible fleece. Well, I didn't have any, but what I did have was scraps of fabrics, a lot of fat quarters, batiks, and I did have some fusible interfacing or lining, yeah, interfacing. So I used batiks with fusible interfacing. It worked fine. Um, I don't know. It's not as soft and pliable as if I use fusible fleece, but that's okay. I kind of like the stiffness of it this way so um, in the future I'll have to see how I can make it a little more stiffer so it can keep its form Um, I like it I did post it on Instagram and on Twitter Um, so if you follow me you will see it there and hey didn't take me an hour though took me longer than an hour so what I had decided to see exactly how long it would take me my thought process was to get all of the cutting and the fusing and get all of the cutting out of the way before I started the clock I changed my mind on that what I did was got all of the cutting started got the fusible part done and then kind of based my time from that point well it took me more than an hour Okay, by the time you factor in the cutting and the fusible and, you know, uh, stitching it together and the turning and reading the directions took me a little long in the hour. Not a whole lot more. And it's a very quick project. You can easily do it within a couple of hours and have a nice little gift for someone. So. I think the next one, now that I know the process, will probably take me an hour. So with that said, it should go a lot faster than the first one. Um, Like I said, or maybe I didn't say because I had to drop off for a quick second, read the directions. Don't jump ahead because then you'll find yourself having a love affair with your seam ripper. And you don't want to do that at the beginning of a project. So that's what I have done today, being Thursday. May the 21st. Um, What I have planned this afternoon is to do a little um, drawing using a grid. Um, 
I have been following quite a few people on Ustream, one of whom is Dee Dee Willingham at Inkwell or Inkywell, depending on whether you're looking at Ustream or her blog. I think she's Inkwell on her blog and Inkywell on Ustream. She is a very accomplished artist. She does a lot of commissioned portraits of people and pets and um, memorial portraits. And she's very accomplished and she's very generous at sharing her knowledge and teaching, even though she doesn't call herself a teacher. So she has recently had us do a colored pencil uh, of a young girl named Amelia. And if you follow me again, you would have seen my version. She drew the picture, but all of the coloring and the details are done by me. And she started a new class, and this is uh, drawing a picture of one of her followers. Um, her name is Darcy of the UK, um, so that we can draw her freehand using a gridded technique. So, so far, she's already done three um, streams about that, and I'm just now trying to get caught up. So sometime today, um, I will try to start and do my hand at drawing. She really doesn't want us to trace the picture. She wants us to try to draw it ourselves. And according to her, the more you do it, the better you get. So that's what um, I'm going to be doing today. Uh, the remainder of my day and, oh, yeah, by the way, speaking of what else I'll be doing the remainder of my day, knitting socks. And I'm thinking... Tanisha for that as well because she talked about it in her last podcast and I'm like hmm that would be a good way of not having second sock syndrome in which I have been known to have in the past so I am hot and heavy on a pair of socks I'm five inches into one and I am going to do maybe an inch more on that one and then I'll go and work a little more on the other one on the other sock the toe is complete and I'll do that sock up until I get to about five or six inches and then I'll go to the other one so walking back and forth on socks at the same time is a good way of not having second sock syndrome because you you look at it you like gosh I'm almost there got to finish it. You just can't let it go at this point. You you have to finish it. It's one of those things that you have to do because it's so, it's oh so close. You can see the finish line. You just got to reach it. Thank you, Tanisha, for putting that out there. I mean, I had heard about it before, but never attempted it until now. I did um, get the pattern she suggested, and I don't remember her name right now, and I started following her on YouTube, um, and I can't recall her name, so I'm not even going to try to to pretend that I know, but I am doing it on two different circular needles, 40 inches a piece. I think uh, my next try will probably be on a shorter pair of circulars. 40s are nice. I don't mind 40s, but I want to see what 36s do. Um, I'm having a lot of curl, and it seems like the the uh, circulars are kind of getting in my way. Um, formerly, when I knitted socks, I did socks 
one sock on two shirts. So that's how I did it. And that was fine. But in order for me to do it that way and get the same results, I'd have to have four different circular, well, four of the same size circular needles in order to do um, socks at the same time on two circulars for each sock. So this way I only have to have two pair versus four pair, and it, it seems to be working right now. Uh, don't you ask me, I'm knitting socks. Well, yeah, knitting socks. Does it get that cold where I am now? Oh, no, not really, but I like stuff on my feet, and they're toasty, and so there you go. I like knitting socks. It's very, it's very portable, very portable. So um, what else is going on with me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just decided, and I've talked about it before, to make a new blog on Blogger. Um, I don't want to delete the old blog. I'm not sure how to transfer that information to the new blog or even if it's possible or if I just archive it all. So what I have done is associated a new blog called thequiltingpot.blogspot.com to my email address, which is thequiltingpot at gmail.com so that they can be linked together so that everything related to my podcast and the quilting pot is easily accessible. Um, I am going to take the link away from the old one because if you put in thequiltingpot.com, it will take you to my old blog, and I don't want that to happen. So right now, my blog is at a flux. Um, the people that follow me, I don't have that many, but for the few that do, I'm going to try to email them to let them know that I have posted a new podcast um, so that they can follow me on the new one. I'm going to put a link on the old one to bring people to the new one so that you can sign up there. And if you're one of my followers on my I Knit and Quilt 2 blog, um, please follow me on the new blog at thequiltingpot.blogspot.com. It's a nice orange background. Yeah, I, I kind of like orange now. Don't know why. Purple is still my favorite, but orange is, is pretty good right now. I'm liking the orange, liking the orange. So that's what I'm doing today. Uh, it's going to take me a little while to tweak my new blog like I wanted, get all of the blog, the um, follow, the people that I follow on my new blog and get all of my little gadgets and my photos up. Um, Podbean is still there. That is where I just, once I upload my podcast, I just put an outline form of what I talked about. And then I just take that outline form and dump it to my blogger and then, you know, add to the bullets and put pictures in and all that. So if you want to see the in-depth things that I talk about on my podcast, then you will have to go to thequiltingpot.com, excuse me, thequiltingpot.blogspot.com to see that. Podbean only has a bulleted format. It's, it's very minimal. Um, I might even put less than that. I might even start putting, you know, my post number, um, the title, and a little blurb to say, if you want to see more, go here. I might even do that, which may be the simplest way. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm up in the air. Um, 
I got some excitement coming up. Uh, I'm going to be going to have a nice, you know, four or five day art weekend with some of my friends inside of the box um, up in Maryland in July. I'm looking forward to that little get together. Um, we're going to have a couple of classes. It's like a little, mm, not a retreat, but where we're having it, um, it's, we have classrooms dedicated for a couple of days. Uh, our dinner, uh, our foods are included. If you want to buy alcohol, of course, that's not included. So all that's included in our little visit. So we're going to have a nice little arting weekend in July. Looking forward to that. A uh, little cost, but I, I need it. I, I need it. It's, you know, I just, I just need the outlet. I needed the outlet in Universal. I need this outlet um, in up in Maryland. Um, I'm even thinking, I think the Cobb County Quilt Guild is having their quilt show next month. I'm toying with the idea of going there, but I'm not quite sure where it is there. And I don't want to drive up and back all in the same day because it's about four hours from where I live. So if I go, I am truly thinking about going and spending the night, um, you know, going up, doing the show, spending the night, doing a little bit of the show and then coming home. Um, so Pam, if you got any ideas of what's close by the venue, please let me know. Um, cause I am still toying with that idea. So that's about it. Nothing more to say. Oh, my boys are okay. Gizmos Cushing's is doing okay. He's controlled on that. He just has this allergy. I just can't seem to get rid of. He's been on medications. I've tried all sorts of things. I've tried holistic things. He's just an itchy dog. Itchy dog to the point that it's just it's just sad sometimes. And so I just I wash him frequently with his shampoo and He's just an itchy dog, and he's on antihistamines and his allergy medicines, and he has a little issue with his back, so he's on um, glucosamine for his joints, and Gizmo's getting old. He's he's getting old. He will be eight um, in November, so he's a little short, kind of got a Shih Tzu kind of following. He's like, but you know, he's mixed with Shih Tzu and Cavalier King Charles. Um, and then he has some dental issues that I got to address. Jody is Jody, just as belligerent as ever, very selfish. Um, if I'm giving Gizmo love, then Jody jumps in and tries to take over. Um, he also has to have a, a tooth pulled. So that's coming up in June, July. That's coming up in July to get that done. And then I'll work on Gizmo because he has some dental issues. Thank God for a little bit of a doggy insurance because Gizmo is my million dollar or six million dollar dog. If you remember the six million dollar man from years and years ago, if you're old enough, you remember that show. So but other than that, my boys are fine. My girls tend to think that Gizmo needs to to live in a, a bubble because he's pretty much allergic to grass and all things outside. Can't keep him in forever. So there you go. I just deal with it. And they're my babies. So whatever I can do to try to make their life better, I do that. They're my babies. 
So I don't think I have anything else to say. I was started to say this was going to be a short podcast. However, it's no shorter than my previous ones. Um, it's actually, you know, about on target. So I am just kind of eyeballing over my notes to see what I have to say. And I don't think I have anything else to say at this time. So. If you need to get a hold of me, you can do so at thequiltingpot at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, I think I am Nitty AJ there, K-N-I-T-T-Y-A-J. I am on Pinterest, um, Instagram, and Goodreads. I am either AJ the Quilting Pot or Nitty AJ on either of those venues. Once I get my new blog up, then all you have to do is click on the link and you'll be able to find me. And as always, if you love your podcasts and your podcaster, gives, give them a star rating. Um, give them a quick little comment so that we can raise our bar um, up a little higher. Hopefully it won't be a big gap in between the next time I podcast and now. I hope to be a little bit more regular. I'm not going to say how often, how long, um, how many times, because then if I don't do that, then I feel like I'm pod fading or you may feel that I'm pod fading. I am not pod fading. I am still here. I still think about all of my followers and everyone that listened to me. And I thank you. I thank you if you've been around and hung out with me for a while. I think I thank you if you are new and just now listening. I thank all of my friends over the airways, inside the box, outside the box, in person. Thank you. So, until next time, may all your seams be straight.